With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Jeremiah live Bible study. We use the King James Version Bible. We suggest that you also follow along with us with the King James Version Bible so that you don't get about the other translations because they are definitely different in a lot of places. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. As we go through the study of Jeremiah, we're going to be doing Jeremiah chapter 46, but first we always go into the Psalms, give glory to God before we start our study. Psalms 129. That's where we're going. So open up to Psalms 129 and also Jeremiah 46 because we'll be going there in a minute. Psalms 129. Many a time have they afflicted me from my youth. May Israel now say, many a time have they afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back they made long their furrows. The Lord is righteous. He hath cut asunder the cords of the wicked. Let them all be confounded and turned back that hate Zion. Let them be as the grass upon the housetop, which with withereth afore it groweth up. Wherewith the mower filleth not his hand, nor he that bindeth sheaves his bosom. Neither do they which go by say, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Psalms 129 is a psalm concerning the difference between those that believe in God and follow God and those that don't. The ones that don't, they are not going to like the ones that believe and follow God. Same thing regarding Christianity. And that is that Christians, you know, in the world, if the Christians get in the world's face, Jesus never did that. But Christians usually are attacked um, belittled and uh, made fun of, made to look bad by fellow believers. Just because you're a believer doesn't mean that you are going to be accepted. So if you don't accept a fellow believer, then guess what? God is going to be against you attack other believers. Just like here in Israel's time, if you weren't a helper of Zion or Israel, then God 
was against you. And that's the way it is. If you're not doing what God wants Israel to do, helping Israel to do that, then guess what? God is going to be your enemy. And this is what they don't say. This is what we should be saying to each other. Verse 8, neither do they which go by say, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. So you see, that isn't done. It wasn't done back in Israel's time with um, the Gentiles, those that were, you know, not for Israel. And it wasn't done, and it isn't done today with believers. Absolutely. If you're not a part of the same group or denomination or beliefs concerning doctrine, then you won't ask God to bless the other person. Most of the time, I find it amazing that these things go on. Let's take a look at Jeremiah 46 and find out about the Gentiles, that Israel ran to the Gentiles to try to save them, protect them. Jeremiah 46, verse 1. The word of the Lord which came to Jeremiah the prophet against the Gentiles. Now, the Gentiles in this case is not all Gentiles in all the world, but is talking about certain Gentiles, and those are the ones that Israel ran to instead of trusting God. Against Egypt, okay, now God's letting you know that this is against Egypt, which is because the people ran there, against the army of Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt. So, against Egypt and against the army of Egypt. See, that's what the people of Israel were depending on. They were depending on Egypt and the army of Egypt, not God, because they had asked Jeremiah to tell them what God wanted them to do. And when God had said to Jeremiah, go back and live in Jerusalem, go back and pick up houses and plants and do what I, you know, what you would do normally, live there, and I'll take care of you, don't worry about Nebuchadnezzar. The people said, no way, God didn't say that. It fled to Egypt. So, which was by the river Euphrates in Carchemish, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, smote in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. So, you see here, it's telling us the area. And where we are is near the, the, the Euphrates. Order ye the buckler and shield and draw near to battle. So God is, uh, through Jeremiah, is telling Egypt, you better get ready. You better get ready. Get your arms in, in place in all of your weapons and things that you need to protect yourself. Harness the horses and get up, ye horsemen, and stand forth with your helmets, 
furbish the spears and put on the brigadines, which of course just means armor. So get yourself all prepared here. That's what God's telling this group of Egyptians. Wherefore, have I seen them dismay and turn away back? And their mighty ones are beaten down and are fled apace and looked not back, for fear was round about, saying. So what God is saying through Jeremiah is that, guess what? It's not going to come out so well for you, you see. Because Israel went to Egypt for protection. God is going to punish Egypt. You understand? So that's the way it is. That if you're not doing what God wants you to do, and you go and you're around others for protection, or you want to follow their lead, or do what they want you to do, instead of what Jesus showed us to do, then guess what? It's not going to go well with them either. Let not the swift flee away, nor the mighty man escape. They shall stumble and fall toward the north by the river. Guess what? You're going to fall. There's going to be a lot of trouble for the Egyptian army. Who is this that cometh up as a flood, whose waters are moved as rivers? Who is it? Egypt rises up like a flood, and his waters are moved like the rivers. And he saith, I will go up, and I will cover the earth. I will destroy the cities and the inhabitants thereof. So Egypt has a big army. Oh, yeah, he has a big army. He's very powerful as a nation. And guess what? He's going to go and make war with everybody. And he's going to take over the whole earth. Something like Nebuchadnezzar has done. Come up, ye horses, and rage, ye chariots, and let the mighty men come forth. The Ethiopians and the Libyans that handle the shield. So we see here that Egypt has other nations with it. Libyans, Ethiopians, they're also there fighting along with Egypt. That handle and bend the bow. For this is the day of the Lord, God of hosts, a day of vengeance. Now I want you to understand that we have friends transferred to a new place, a new place in time. Okay. You understand that in the Bible there are you God is telling you about things that are and in this case it was Egypt and that they thought that they were so strong and all that. And then the next part of the verse talks, I mean, the next verse talks about uh, this is the day of the Lord, of God of hosts, a day of vengeance. And that hasn't happened yet. That's future, and you've got to follow the law. So this stuff that's going on here from verse 1 to verse 8, you can look at it from the perspective of the flesh, and you can look at it from the perspective of spiritual Okay, it's a powerful army. It's going to go over and take over the world, and the Christians are going to be a part of that army. 
You see? For the day of the Lord God of hosts, the day of vengeance, that he may avenge him of his adversary. So, Christian, if you are fighting with Satan and his people, you work with them, then guess what? You're an adversary of God. And the sword shall devour it and shall be satiated and made drunk with their blood. For the Lord God of hosts has a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. So, guess what? There's going to be trouble going on. Now, you've got to look at it from two perspectives. This is talking about what's going to happen to Egypt back then, in the time of Israel, going and running to Egypt for their um, protection, and also future. And there's going to be trouble for Egypt. Go up into Gilead and take bomb, O virgin daughter of Egypt. In vain shalt thou use many medicines, for thou shalt not be cured. Okay, so now we're going back to Egypt again. We're going back to the time of Israel. Okay, when Israel went to Egypt after Nebuchadnezzar um, came and destroyed Jerusalem. So God is saying, you can have as much medicine as you want, and you can try to fix your country as Happen. The nations have heard of thy shame and thy cry have filled the land. For the mighty men have stumbled against the mighty and they have fallen both together. It's going to be a big battle, Egypt. So, we're going to lose because Israel. Christians want Satan and his army for protection instead of God. The word that the Lord spake to Jeremiah the prophet, how Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, should come down and smite the land of Egypt. So who's going to do it to you, Egyptians? It's going to be Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Declare ye in Egypt and publish in Migdal and publish in North. And in Tephany, say ye, stand fast and prepare thee, for the sword shall devour round about thee. Egypt, sorry, it's trouble. That's what's going to happen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.